Stinger! Welcome back to the Wannabe Pundits. This week we're joined by a special guest, Ben Marks. He's a West Ham fan. Welcome, Ben. How are you going? Oh, look, honestly, I'm just glad that we're actually winning something for once. Uh, thought it, I thought it run out by now, but, you know, we're still going strong. Yeah, West Ham are flying right now. Talk us through why you think they're doing so well. I think it's, it goes down to the team we have and under Moisey at the moment as well. I don't know how much, like, a West Ham you lads have caught in the in the past two seasons but i think probably post quarantine like the first covid outbreak when the prem started again and we saw Suchek and bowen and the board kind of backed moisey in that relegation battle a little bit and we just come out of that we've, we've finally got a team together that's you know playing good football looks looks organized and you know antonio de striker looks like one of the best moves i've ever seen and consider playing him at right back a couple of seasons ago just shows uh, how dire we've been in the past. So, yeah, I think it's just more easy getting the getting the boys organised and a bit of backing from the board. So, in terms of like transfers, would you, how could you see West Ham bringing in any players that would fill positions that would really take them to like contending for top six for the rest of the season? Honestly, our, our depth is nothing short of shit house at the moment. You know, we're bringing on no legs, Yamalenko in the, the back end of games sometimes, and. Like, see, I think like a starting eleven is enough to get the job done against most teams and and really give it a go. But outside of that, like you name another Premier League team that literally has four goalkeepers and and one first choice striker, and you know we're meant to be playing Europa League. Um, honestly, I think the the window is coming to an end, so it's not looking too promising. But um, he's a close to Zuma though, right? Oh. See that's that's a classic West Ham transfer right there, where you know it's it, it's on it's on it's on it gets to the final stage and you know it it just breaks down. But I would I would have loved Zuma. Medical today, lads. Medical today. Medical today. Okay, Jesus, we've heard that story about you know three times. <laughs> but I, I honestly I honestly wouldn't wouldn't mind getting your guys' opinion on Zuma as well because you know we're playing you know uh, good old Brexit Dawson at the back there. <laughs> classic English centre back is just see like he does well for us like we need aerial threats and stuff because we just shit our skulls from corners and, and set pieces all the time but um, in terms of like coming out of our own half outside of like Ogbonna and Cresswell like we, we struggle and everything I've seen in Zuma he seems like a player who's also going to you know give that aerial threat but can play out from his own half as well. Like, what do you cho- uh, Chelsea boys think about that one? Well, I'll quickly drop it. I'll say that it's hard. Like, he's definitely not... He's, he's going to be probably better than anything West Ham have got when it comes to playing out the back. But where I think we are letting him leave because that's one of the deficiencies in his game. Like, he's definitely not bad at it, but we're, we're letting him go and bringing in Kunde because Kunde's better at exactly that. So... I don't know. You're right. He's going to be an aerial threat. I think he'll help. He'll help you guys defensively. But I just, I don't know. I think it's a bit, bit weird. A West Ham signing a centre back. I'm not sure it's exactly what you need. Honestly, I, like I, I could probably agree in terms of 
signing a centre back. Like we've got we've got Diop, we've got um, Dawson and um, and and Ogbonna who who all do the job when they're in there. But like I think it just comes down to like the it's it's the Moyes kind of mindset of he's really he just always goes after these players that you know he's scouting himself and like he sees the perfect fit. And I think that's why we're seeing a centre back over a striker or anything like that because. Like apparently the board has come out and said, you know, we've got forty five million to spend, and he's just well, obviously Zoom is top priority at the moment. So, any comments, Brad? Yeah, with Zoom, I look. I think, as Bryson said, and I agree. I think the reason why we are selling him is because um, of his ability playing out. But that being said, I don't think he is terrible or bad at it. Really, I think nothing against West Ham, but I think he will improve West Ham's defense a lot. And I think he is good enough at the Premier League level to be playing out from the back. Like he does have that skill. Like I've seen it. Um, aerially, he's outstanding. Um, he's got a lot of room to grow. He's still young, still only 25. Um, I think when it comes to what Ben said about the not knowing if he was like number one choice, I think it sort of just came up the stars sort of aligned because he was going to go to Sevilla but he didn't want to leave London. So I think maybe when that was the indication, uh, West Ham sort of pounced. So it makes sense because we obviously want to get rid of him to get Kunde. So the money sort of West Ham could have, um, well, not low-balled, but see that opportunity for a cheaper centre-back. Well, at the end of the day, for depth-wise, I think we'll take anything we get at the moment. Like for, for most of you boys, if you got, you know, Dawson starting every week for you, is would you rather him or Zuma? You are right. Oh. Like Zuma, yeah. Yeah. Zuma all day. I tell you what, it's a hell of a problem not to have. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, we we we're really low ball and uh, with our uh, centre back up moment. But uh, honestly, but uh, like in terms of our centre backs, Ogbonna is he's cracked. Like he gets absolutely no love um, at all outside of like. West Ham fans, but if you watch West Ham play, I probably jinxed him now. He's going to have a stinker this week, but um, like he never makes a mistake. He's great. You know, you could you could chuck anyone next to him. You know, example Craig Dawson. So I'll take Zoom if we can get him. Like I said, I just I'd I'd rather him over Dawson. So if you were to if you were to look towards the end of the season, where could you realistically see West Ham finishing? Honestly, I know we've won our first two games, and this is going to sound pessimistic, but like seventh or sixth is the highest I'm going to place this. Like you look at the top, like the the you know the teams everyone's back, and for the top four, like you know City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, no one's breaking that. And then the teams we're going to be battling with for that sixth, seventh place: Arsenal, Villa, Leicester, like Tottenham. You know, it's we just do not have the depth to compete Europa League, possible FA Cup if we want to make a run at that, and the league. Like we just don't have we don't have the squad for it. Like our starting eleven, like I said, phenomenal. Like I think we could give it to to any team with with them. But um, at the end of the day, like Antonio's got Swiss cheese hamstrings, like he's not playing every game. Like it's only a matter of time before he goes down, and you know. Yarmolenko or Bowen's getting posted up top because we don't have any other options. So I'm going to say if we if we finish sixth or seventh, I'll I'll be over the moon. Did you say Arsenal before Ben? Well, think of Arsenal for, for, a, to, for a top six. For a to, do you think do you think Arsenal don't have a, a squad to possibly make a run at top six? I was making a top ten, maybe. Definitely run. not. Definitely. Yeah. 
They're starting line up. They're starting line up. Actually, they did just beat West Brom 6-0. So, championship they <laughs> so they're going to win the championship. I think, <laughs> as the only Arsenal fan on here, I think we're in for a title charge after this morning. That was outstanding. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Wait, what, Alex? I don't care if the kids are in primary school, West Brom players. They don't care. Wins a win, and we're probably going to go on a title well, charge now. I, I honestly think people are too high on Leicester. I think Brendan Rodgers is a dud. Straight um, facts. Yeah. like If you have a look at Leicester's last two seasons, they need one win in the last week to make the top four. You have a look at Brendan Rodgers at Liverpool when they, you know, uh, lost the league with Suarez. Like, yeah, like, yeah, sorry, right. sorry boys. Bring it up. Like, uh, it's like Vardy getting a bit older and... I think like, I don't think Leicester. I think they rely heavily on the teams around them not going well. I guarantee you, if Arsenal actually put in what they're capable of on paper, same with Tottenham, I don't think Leicester would be in the top six. Or they'd be top six, but I think they wouldn't be competing for top four. You know, it's last year and the year before when they were in the top four. There was a few teams that obviously struggled that allowed them to be in that position. I haven't seen them since the year they won it actually compete. Even when they won it, a lot of teams struggled. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't seen them. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. And I'm not saying we should be there over them. But I think if the whole traditional top six had really good teams on paper, did their business in the window and all did well, did well to their ability, I feel like Leicester wouldn't be in the top six. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah. 100%. Before and, we and- move on to our next thing, I'd just like to ask Matt a question. Here we go. <laughs> go for it. If Arsenal performed to the best of their ability all season, yes, and Tottenham also performed to the best of their ability all season, yes, who do you think finishes in a higher position? Looking at with them keeping Harry Kane, that's massive for them. I don't know. It depends on the last. Like they've still got a few targets there after. We obviously still need key positions, right back, for example, fixed. I honestly, it's and I'm I'm dodging a board here, but I can't. I couldn't say one of if we both performed to the best of our ability, we would occasionally upset a top four team, maybe at home. I don't know, but fifth or sixth would be both of us. In, so I you, don't know in do you order. think at the, Do you think at the moment your Spurs are pretty neck and neck for for quality starting eleven wise? Not they've got Kane and Son. I think that's the big difference. They've got two standout world class players. Where our best player, Abamyang, was off last year, but on his day, I, I rate him up there with the best strikes in the league. But Harry Kane and Son are the difference. So it would have to take us to, like, a lot of our players to overperform to match oh, with so at the moment. Sounds like you'd be pretty happy with a top eight then. I, well, I wouldn't, though, because that's... We shouldn't be... Even with the squad we've got, we should still be top six. Like, there's still players in there when everyone's fit. And, like, I saw glimpses of it last year and at the end of last year and the start of last year. With that squad we got, we should be getting top six. If we don't get top six with that full squad, barring no injuries... There's issues there, in my opinion. But to answer your question, I couldn't tell who would get... It'd come down to those two players, Son and Kane. If they go unreal, they'll carry Tottenham close to the top four or fifth, and we'll get sixth. But I couldn't tell you, if I'm honest. Do you have any questions about Arsenal, Ben? It seems to be the Arsenal... Oh, the, yeah, it's the Arsenal yeah. episode. That's that's yeah. what I got told before I come on. No, but um, I, <laughs> in saying that, like the Arsenal and the Spurs question there, like who's going to come on top if if they are playing like their best football? I think that like that could be argued for that whole like fifth to eight section of the of the table. Like I honestly could not pick that for the life of me. Like your top set, but 
for the rest, it's just which teams are going to show up this season. And there's a clear gap between fourth and then fifth to eighth. Mm. But obviously, that that's a reason why you like those teams have recruited really well. They've won things, so therefore they're attractive to go to. As long as City, um, Spurs and Arsenal are going to. I know we've spent the most this window, so it sounds stupid saying this, but as long as we're not going to he- invest as heavily as they do consistently, we're not going to be in that top four. So uh, Let's move on to Game Week 2 review. Some interesting matches over the weekend. Let's start off with uh, Liverpool versus Burnley, 2-0. Diego Jota, Sadio Mane getting the, the goals there. Dylan, Sean, thoughts on the game? Oh, me and Dylan did a watch-along with Matt there, so that was... I thought it was very great, mate. Oh, and we've got about Brad full of five minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about all you can He, he was there. Yeah. His voice in the background was great. The running commentary. No, I thought it was a great win for us. Like, back at Anfield, Elliot starting. What number was it Harvey Elliott when he's back? Oh, I think it was 67, I think. Is that going to be his rating next FIFA? Uh, no, because it's 66 and his rating is, what, 87? So, I don't know if there's a correlation. I think um, it's a correlation between that and Scotty's shooting accuracy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how good was Mane's goal? That little chip over from Trent and then he just bottom corner blocked it. It was just the build-up play in that, and especially with Elliot controlling the ball the way he did. It was just it was just ridiculous for someone at his age. Good so, game. And then, oh, it was a good game. Good game. Fans the only thing to... I wish... The only thing I wish was different is I wish we didn't look so fragile when they were playing balls over the top to Chris Wood. Yeah, honestly, that, that, that's weekend. all they got though. That's it's all they got, and you know it's all that's yeah, coming. You know it's, it's so you know it's coming. It. Yeah, but I think that's why, like with Virgil at the back for you guys, you, like, oh, there's so much difference between like last year's Liverpool and you know the first two games with him at the back. Like you can almost play anyone next to him, and, and they'll be right. Chalk and cheese. Chalk and like cheese. I said in the watch along deal, it was like John Matthew forgot how they had a ball. They just kept kicking it over him. And it's just, mm. he wouldn't jump for it, just would not read the pass as well, which is really annoying to watch. Yeah. But other than that, like, he couldn't really fault anyone in that team. No one was like really bad, but no one was like really amazing as well. So it was very like a consistent, yeah, very consistent performance. If that's, if that's like the case about that comment about like, Matip, if you all your snowbacks are healthy, who do you, who do you play? I think we have to rotate because Matip's got old legs and he's injury prone. I think that partnership is probably our best partnership when yeah, they're on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, when they're on this, I don't think yeah. it's a brick wall. So if you're coming up against like you know City, United, etc., that's the two you want. Yeah, I want um especially this week against Chelsea. I want those two. Yeah, you, you got six for five in Matip against the Kaku, and you got a powerhouse like Van Dijk as well. You know what's crazy though? We got Matip on a free, and he's done so well for us since he got there. I'd have him over Asby too as a free, wouldn't you? As an underrated buy. That, that's not where I was going. No, I love that. You call you call Van Dyke a powerhouse. Just wait, baby. Just wait. You can have nothing on big boy. Yeah. Absolutely rent free. <laughs> rent free. What's, what's the next? About game, as Jamie? least rent you could pay. <laughs> well, someone's got a feeling for Alex, mate. Someone's going to think about you. What's the next game, Jake? <laughs> All right. Next up, City 5, Norwich nil. Pretty uh, expected result. Stop you know, City dominated one, pretty much the whole game. You know, I don't think anyone was expecting any less. Did Billy really. Gilmore play? I don't think Norwich played at all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yes, he did, Dylan, to confirm that. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's no surprise. Well, Brandon Williams isn't playing yet, so... When he does, you know. I want to pose a question about about that uh, the the Jack Grealish goal as well. Like, I understand it's his first goal for the club, 
But that's that's coming off his chin. If you're here, <laughs> are, you, are, are you running to the corner? He didn't even know it was coming as well. Good thing he didn't try and kick the corner flag. He would have shinned it. West Ham 4, Leicester 1. Oh, here we go. Steve performance from West Ham. You know, our red our red card for Aosie Paris. Questionable red card. What do you think? Do, do you think it's questionable? When I was having a look at it, I thought that it was like deserved, but also a bit harsh at the same time. Like, yeah. does, does, What does everyone else think of that card? Because it could have broken a red. Like, yeah, it's it's red, but like I think it's accidental, but it's a red. Yeah, 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 it's definitely accidental. When you slow it down, definitely looks terrible. But speeding up, it kind of looks like yeah. it's it's but, an unfortunate red. Yeah, definitely. But, like I, th- I even think even before that game, before the card, like I think we we were dominating that game. It's at the point where I honestly think we're Leicester's bogey side after the last couple seasons, and yeah. it feels really good. Honestly, like watching West Ham this season as well. Like Ben Rama has slotted into that slot that Lingard was playing sleep. so well, and sleep. even last season he was like so quietly good, coming off the bench for 10, 15 minutes. You know, like you, you're never going to get in the headlines. No one's ever going to be talking about you. But like now that he's in that spot, he looks so good. But like, what, you, what are your thoughts on Antonio kissing a cardboard cutout of himself? <laughs> you, I'm, I'm a bit have, on the edge about that. Has, you you wouldn't seen, do that as well, Bryson, though. You're I can guarantee you, I would not. Your ego definitely. I can see would. it. I can see it. If it was a cardboard cutout of Matt, maybe, but not maybe. Myself. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> like you complained about Antonio Kish and the cardboard cutout. If you've seen any of his other celebrations, you would think he'd be bending it over the bench or something. Dude, <laughs> 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 Moisey's got him. He needs him on a chain. He's he's. he's uh, but, he's a um, naughty. He's a very he, naughty boy. He's a very naughty boy. Like, has anyone seen the? Uh, I think it's an Instagram post where um, he's got a Halloween costume, uh, like costume party a couple of years ago, and he's crashed. He's like Lamborghini, and he's got out of it. <laughs> he's standing there next to the Lambo, and he's in a snowman suit or something. <laughs> 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 That's the only thing I can say about Mikel to oh, perfectly sum him up. But like, look, if you if you break in the record for uh, you know most West Ham goals in in the Prem, I think you can kiss whatever you want. You know, you can kiss half of East London, even though it's only 49 goals. But, you know, but I think that performance just showed, even when the card came out, and even the the Newcastle performance the week before was something that was a bit more important. I reckon that when we were going down a goal where we're, you know, we're not giving up and we're actually... I don't know, it's just... It's just a much better team. It actually has some, some effort in it. So, like, the fact that, you know, they didn't let off the gas once they went up, you know... 2-0 um well they did let that shit ass goal go in but like the fact that they just kept going and it was good to see the fans at the london stadium actually getting into the game because like i've been to that stadium and it's terrible i don't know like i compare it to you ever gone to like an anz stadium game where like the crowd's about twenty thousand people and it's just shit like that's <laughs> what the london stadium feels like when yeah, right. west ham doing poorly so honestly like the fact that you're there and you're seeing the fans get into it's really good but like like, if Antonio can stay healthy and Ben Rama and him can keep linking up I think I think we'll have a pretty good season but once again I think I ask questions of Brendan Rodgers with with Leicester like I I genuinely want to know like what everyone else's thoughts are on Rodgers and it's a fair comment he's a bottle merchant isn't he he's a little bit of a bottle merchant yeah, right. definitely. But 
are Leicester going to get rid of him and get anyone better? That's the thing. Well, I think the thing about Leicester is because they've got such a good relationship between the fans and like the board. If you're a manager like Rogers, you kind of comes in and and like he's doing all right. Like I don't think he's going to have any pressure on him whatsoever. Like, could you imagine if if Rogers is at you know still Liverpool or somewhere like Arsenal where he botches top four two two seasons in a row? And I know it's harsh to put it on him two seasons in a row. Like, because at the end of the day, he's not out there kicking a football, but. Yeah. You know, I think he's kind of cruising on by at Leicester. I would agree with that. I was just going to jump in just for a question um, about West Ham and Ben. Um, what are your thoughts? Obviously, there's a lot of rumours over the past probably 18 months, two or maybe two years, about Declan Rice. Like, as a West oh, Ham we fan, go. What you, no, what are your thoughts <laughs> on, on how influential Declan Rice is in your team? Oh, no, this, that's, this question, is question. that's question one. And question two is, there's been a lot of... Um, split opinions on Declan Rice when it comes to coming to Chelsea. Obviously, he's a Chelsea junior, and West Ham have slapped apparently a hundred million pounds uh, value on him. Um, he's apparently not going to re-sign. So, what, what do you think? Do you think he's worth a hundred million pounds? He might be worth. Would he be worth that to Chelsea paying that right now? Well, I think like with a player like Declan, and when he was even coming up, he like started playing. At centre back for us a couple of seasons ago, but as soon as he stepped into the midfield, like he is our best player by far. I think he's won Hammer here two seasons in a row. He does so much for us, and the fact that they've chucked Suchek in next to him now is like it's the same as when him and Phillips were next to each other in the Euros. Like it just kind of like takes a little bit of pressure off him. Like once Declan Rice gets chucked into like a good top four side. Like he is going to get so much praise. Like he flies under the radar. So I think it's it's not as bad as it used to be. But like especially now that he's the starting holding midfielder for for England. But he oh, he's the he's the best player I've seen in a West Ham shirt. Like up until maybe last year, I would have said it was it was Dimmy Pyatt. But you know, soft spot there. I think especially I would do, for I would do silly things for Chelsea to sign Declan Rice. That's all I'll say. Well, it feels like it's inevitable going, and it always yeah. feels like it's going to be Chelsea, the place that he's going to go. But so, because didn't Lampard like when Lampard got the sack? Wasn't there talk about one of the reasons was the board didn't like that he was going after Declan Rice? Well, there there was there is there was a rumor that that was the case, but now Thomas Tuchel wants him, so it's like who wouldn't want him? Well, was it was yeah, it, exactly it was right. Gary Neville said it the other day after the after the West Ham slot into to literally any of the uh any of the Premier League sides midfield at the moment. He's just that good. But like then he went on to say that he wasn't worth a hundred mil, so that sounds like trying to drive the price down for United. But uh <laughs> honestly all I'll say is I don't want United shirt. Well, I don't want to see him in a Chelsea shirt, but <laughs> I, I, I just know one of them is inevitable. Speaking of United, let's move on. Uh, one one with the Saints. Um, ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Like, I'm listening. Every United, every United fan can see the problem, and the problem is the wrong team selection every week. They're bringing Martial in, who is, let's be honest, <laughs> oh, he's finished. Finished. He's definitely done. finished. <laughs> How old uh, is he? Unless, uh, <laughs> oh, you done? Feels like he's about forty, but um, <laughs> he looks about fifty. <laughs> He looks like a grandpa, but anyway. 
Uh, yeah, he's just he offered nothing up front. Took took ten touches in the first half. Um, you know, not offering anything. Went to the run up players. Didn't beat any players. Didn't find the right pass. Uh, and then something off even was a bit too late for me. It should have been done a bit earlier. Um, you know, defense was a little bit in shambles. The midfield is completely dead with Fred and Matic. Matic looked tired almost at half time. You know, wasn't wasn't making any like many passes. Me and, were, like, uh, just quickly, me and Brad said this, right, the other day. How is it 2021 and Nemanja Matic is still starting in a yeah, Premier League game? It's when, really when, <laughs> when you <laughs> said that, I forgot he was still playing, honestly. Yeah, yeah exactly right. And, and that's, passenger. And, uh, if we don't sign another holding midfielder, then we're in trouble, and I don't think we will. So uh, We're going to be stuck with Fred and McTominay, and hopefully Donny gets in there somewhere. But, um, yeah. Next week, I'd want to see Sancho starting, hopefully Varane starting. No Matic at all. If it has to be anything, it has to be McTominay and Fred. Hoping, I would hope for Donny, but that's never going to happen, let's be honest. Anyway, we've got Wolves next week. And speaking of Wolves, Spurs won. Wolves nil. Pretty uh, pretty open game, I'd say. Wolves had a lot of chances. They could have scored multiple times, but um, Spurs with the penalty, Deli Alley in the 10th minute. Any comments from that game, lads? I swear Deli Alley looks different every time I see him, but I, I don't think that's too much about the game. <laughs> <laughs> He's homeless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was just another yeah. Wolves game to win, but Spurs win again, mate. You they know? keep grinding for those results. Could have gone either way, them. but Spurs, Spurs managed to hang on to it, so now they're, um, you know, they've put themselves in a pretty good position to, you know, gain some traction and start making a bit more progress. Hopefully, I'd say hopefully, but not as a fan of theirs. Hopefully, they can make a signing or two that sort of strengthens the squad a little bit. Um, and then, never know, they might be a, a very close knock on the door to the top four. Especially now Kane's staying as well. Yeah, big yeah, news. That's I think that, they're going to sign a new signing. Yeah, you're right. But I think, I think they're going to sign a midfielder because Endembele, I don't think he's going to play for them again, so... Yeah. All right, let's... Now, now, game of the week. Game of the well, round. We saved it to last, didn't we? <laughs> oh, lack of. Bryson, what was the possession we... split in this game? Oh, mate. Can, like, the possession split was Lukaku had about 80% of possession. Okay. And Chelsea had about 10. <laughs> and Arsenal. I don't, I don't want to say too much. Because I know it's a touchy <laughs> subject for Matthew. We've already discussed it. <laughs> I'll, I'll speak for you. Um, I'll speak for you, Bryson. <laughs> okay Chelsea 2 Arsenal nil. Let's be honest The Arsenal team Looked scared of Lukaku Every time he got the ball Have you seen... <laughs> well, Would you want to defend Against him? It it's facts not. though It's, it's <laughs> Every time Lukaku Held the ball It looked like He was just going to Absolutely bully Every player that went Next to him I just From want to jump point of view. I just want to jump in here Just while Jake's Talking about Lukaku Um I don't know, Jake, if you watched the game, but if you did, did you notice a lot of difference in his game compared to when he was at United? 100%. He looked, he looked so much more like quick on the ball because he definitely has lost a lot of weight, whether it was fat or muscle before. it was. But he looks so much slimmer. He looks way faster on the turn. And his hold-up play was you know, phenomenal. He was able to hold the ball up and then play it out to his wingers and create so many more chances. He's doing one thing that a lot of strikers don't do, which is use your fucking arms to your benefit. Like, mm. 
back you can back yourself into a player that's fine but if you don't use your arms to maneuver around them you've done nothing and the way that he was controlling the defender to turn was just ridiculous the thing is though Dylan I don't think there's a lot of strikers out there like him like in the sense of his strength like especially in the in the Premier League like what other striker really has the and this isn't the whole hype Lukaku episode. I'm just saying like his physique and his stature and his strength. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think there's many other strikers out there that probably back themselves that much to do that. Yeah. There's people who've got the stature for it. Like they're nowhere near the quality, but you know, the foundations are there for Chris Wood and Shay Adams and a couple other people like they're bigger and they could probably muscle themselves a bit better if they trained for it. But again, Lukaku left Chelsea and has probably spent, the last X amount of years honing in on how to do it properly and now he's starting to reap the rewards so it takes time um, yeah so I thank Antonio Conte for our league win and I also thank Antonio Conte for our finished Romelu Lukaku <laughs> will, you, will you be thanking him when he's Arsenal coach that scares uh, the shit out of me can we please not talk about it <laughs> <laughs> but now they're look- not going to sack Arteta he will be there they're not they're not, you got to remember with that whole, I'll, I'll go back to you in a second, but you got to remember we're not a consistent guaranteed top four team who is struggling. Like we've struggled for four or five years. Like the expectations of this current time are not what they used to be. So like just because he's struggling doesn't mean the boards and go, although, although they're not a very cutthroat board, I just can't, they're not going to sack him this year. There's no way you can go back to that, but there's no way they're getting content. There's no way they're sacking our center with the expectations. Do you know what I mean? Until City slap be a five deal, they might, but they they, they no, slap just five West Brom six in the top so. four, so yeah, was, it make a difference. You are right, Bryson. My bad. Yeah. So, title league win. So yeah, sorry. Talk, going back to the actual game itself, um, obviously Bryson and I had our opinions about previous Arsenal matches at the Emirates, um, but it was all banter aside. Like it was men against boys, in my opinion, especially our front three. Uh, up against Arsenal's defence. Um, mm. I think just watching Lukaku and what he did in that first, like, 20 minutes, just, I think our front the three time. is just, it's a whole new animal now. Like, the opportunities that he's going to create for others and himself and the wing-backs, it, it's... I don't, like, really like to talk, <laughs> not talk my players up, but I, <laughs> I, I, I criticise I criticize my players. I criticise my players. Biggest fucking live ever. I criticise my yeah. players. <laughs> Jesus. I criticize my players. Fuck them up. Reese James is world class. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, we just saw like Where Reece was James, Kieran Tierney? He's going to go on another level. He's going to go on another level. But it's exciting times. Exciting times um, with potential of uh, Kunde and uh, Sal Niguez coming in. So. Oh, yeah. I'll um quickly comment on the, <laughs> on the defense side of it. Like, everyone can take the piss as much as they want out of our center backs the way they defended. I don't think anyone will be able to handle him this year, if I'm honest. I think even Van Dijk. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I can't see he'll handle him better. Don't get me wrong. But I still think he could easily on his day do exactly what he did to Arsenal in terms of the way he sucked him in. Like, Kieran Tini, I always rate how highly of a defender he is. He didn't know to stay on Reese James. He didn't know to come in because every time Lukaku got the ball, Pablo Mario might not have been, like, was, there's no point of him being there. So he felt had to come in help out there and that gave Reese James so much space but like like I said take the piss out of the defense all you want I feel and we can come back to this quote I reckon he's going to do that to every defense in the league he, yeah like you said no he will it'll just be to a varying 
level of yeah, like success. He will still create, but then obviously teams like Liverpool and City, maybe United with Varane, will sort of be able to adapt a bit to it. Whereas with us, it was almost like, fuck, there's nothing we can do. Just deal with it sort of thing. Varane but... couldn't handle team that. What is he going to do with Varane? I've got to say, though, <laughs> I've got to say, for, for Arsenal to be rinsed in that game and to only go down 2 0 is a bit of a compliment, though. Well, well, I could have been say, five. It should have been like. It could have been, but I also. Is that Lukaku's fault for not scoring? That, that Leno header. Yeah, I mean, that, that Leno made a six save. That was unbelievable. I don't disagree with the. You could have had four or five, 100%, the chances you created, but I thought there was a period there just before halftime and just after where on our day, if Abamiak. I can't remember. Batman, come on. Yeah. Yeah, he came on. He, he, he came went on. through on goal if and that, Mendy came out. Yeah. If that um attack is, like, obviously they're not always on, but if they're on to the best of their ability, I think we get a goal to make it 2-1. Especially that pen. Like, like I was on the Zoom call with Brad and Bryce, and like, I fucking lost my shit. Like, I've never <laughs> seen such a Sol Campbell pen. and um the other bloke said it wasn't a pen. I know, but just... I lost my Tony shit Adams. because... Last year, we were robbed of so many calls like that. Like that David Luiz one against Wolves where David Luiz was running backwards and William Jose kicked his leg and fell over and got a penalty. And you see Reese James take Saka's legs out in a moment where we were coming back into it or building in confidence. And literally, they looked at it for one second and said, oh, no, nothing. Like, I know there's a new interpretation this year, but that that got to me heaps. I was like, fuck, here we go again with that. But we were never going to win. And like, without disregarding my team, like I wasn't confident going into it. But like I said, I think Lukaku is going to do that to most teams this year. It's not just that Arsenal is shit. I think he's going to be able to do that to a lot of teams. Maybe not Anyone to that he wants. Yeah, not to that degree, like Dylan said. But I think you'll have moments where no one will be able to handle him. They're going to have to rejig their game plan to sort of cancel him out a bit. But yeah, they deserve to win and they did. Alrighty, let's uh, move on to our players of the week. Uh, Bryson, we'll start with you. Can't go past Rom. Nice. This is unbelievable. Good choice. Uh, Brad? Yeah, I can't go past Lukaku. Um, just did exactly what a lot of people thought he would. Uh, Matthew? Um, I'll go slightly different. Obviously, we try to mix it up. I'll go Antonio. Oh, fuck. Um, yes. I, um, <laughs> I'd like to ask, obviously, we're a family-friendly channel here, but I'd like to ask. <laughs> you've got Antonio Shoot. and you've got Romelu Lukaku both standing there. Who has the bigger hammer? <laughs> that's, that's easy. Did, did anyone see Antonio's Valentine's Day post? I think was it was it this year or last yeah. year? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. I can walk on it, you know. <laughs> and obviously, you got to back your players. So yeah, yeah. I just that's, think like, that's that's why yeah. Antonio has so many hamstring problems. Yeah, exactly. He's dragging around with third leg. You know? How is he so quick for, for carrying that weight? You know, it's, you never know. <laughs> so we know Ben's choice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sean. It's Trevor Chalaba. Who did you say, Sean? Ben Rama. Ben Rama? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, my player of the week is Reese James. Ooh. Good shout. Yeah. Again, wait, say it again quickly, please. Uh, my player of the week is Reese. James, oh, are you smoking yeah. crack? That's some good shit. ASMR. That's some good shit. What are you smoking? You know what? He, he played, played so well. World so class. Well. What did Trent not do that Reese didn't do? <laughs> oh, 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 oh between the Liverpool fans, baby. Defend. What do you mean? Defend. Defend. Thank you. Oh, okay. 
Okay. All right. Are you that family three centre backs behind you? You know Trent didn't defend at all not, in our game. I know that, but I thought I'm you were basing it off his attacking Dylan ability. exposing the bo- I'm, bias bullshit. Rick James, did he I'm, get an assistance for a goal? Yep. I'm 100% sure if you just pull up a three-minute highlight package of the Liverpool game as well, you watch, like, McNeil just blitz <laughs> past Trent. <laughs> I said that, too. I said that at the start of the game. I said McNeil's a good player. Yeah, no, what do we think about that? But Trent, but Trent well. did a crossfield ball that was pretty good. <laughs> Brad, your dick was out for that. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no shit. All right, I'm going to say Reese James as well for me. Goal and oh, assist. yes. Yep. I'm going to feed the Chelsea agenda. Inject That's it. my choice. That's but, my choice. What about Bruno had a good assist for. Uh... <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. That was a rugby tackle, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I said the sniper in the stand, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Goal of the week, goal of the week. Danny Ings? Yeah. Uh, the goals yeah. have context, Jake, and I think Mikel <laughs> answered. If you don't give that one to, to Ings, you're, you're, yeah. like, you're deluded, so. I mean, yeah. I mean Reese James, top corner. Oh, oh, shut up. What about Jack Grealish? Oh, Jack Grealish. The moment was there for him. Speaking about the the James goal as well, is there anything better than someone scoring in front of the like the home fans as the away oh, side yeah. and just running straight up? I was like I was actually going to say that like I hated watching that, but to me, if that was an Arsenal player, like that's my favorite goal. Just in space, everyone's like shoot. It goes in like slow mo. The keeper stands there and hits the net, and then right in front, like obviously. It's in front of my fans, which is fucking shit. But like, the photo of him standing there like this, and there's like people going like this to him, and like if that was an Arsenal player, I'd froth that. So I've got you know to like? respect it the other way around. Like if it's possible, if you score a goal away and your fan section is quite close to that spot, and then you can go celebrate with them and also mug off everyone else. Yeah, a, a team mugging off. Yeah. yeah, it actually reminds me of a of, of a uh, a goal that Sean. Scored a couple of years ago. You know, we're, like, this, absolutely great celebration. So we're playing our grand final, and I think it's it's one all. And I played him through on goal, and he he puts it past the keeper. Like there's still 60 minutes to play in this game, and we've just gone up two one. He runs past like we're all like the the team will play, and he runs past their fans and just shushing them. And I was like, I was, just thinking, I was thinking, what's this man doing? There's still 60 minutes to go, and we're we're only one up. Please tell me you lost. Did you win? No, we yeah. won. We, we won three two. Oh, it's oh. right. I, I missed That's a penalty, but it was three two, and I thought they were going to equalise, so I was just bricking it. Unreal. Oh. All right, lads. Uh, team performance of the week. Oof. It's pretty hard, this one. Uh, choose between Manchester City, because, you know, they won 5-0. Uh, but then it was against Norwich. So, mm. I don't know. Like, so what do you thought? An, an Norwich. I'm, I'm so Ben, I can't give it to West Ham because you played 10 men. Yeah, I can't give it to West Ham yeah. for the same reason. What about, what about Chelsea? What about, uh... oh, I, I'm Please. What? No, but give me a reason. I mean, I mean that City performance was against they Liverpool. Beat Norwich, so. Yeah, maybe. If it's a Norwich tax, I want an Arsenal tax. <laughs> exactly right. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> okay, I think that one actually made Matt angry. <laughs> no, no, I, was, I agree. I totally agree. I, I don't rate them highly enough for that performance to be match of the week. Like, if that was against Liverpool or United or City, 100%, but just, like, 
most teams would have beaten us in that stage. So, yeah, it was dominant. Speaking of, like, City not being eligible for, like, you know, performance of the week as well because of this Norwich tax, um, like, I remember watching the game as well and uh, when they were 3-0 up and those three goals that went in, I thought they were were pretty shit-ass goals as well. Like, if you want to be team of the week, at least put some good ones in. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Cross goal, cross goal in, cross goal in. Yeah. What about what about Brighton? Didn't they? Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. Yeah, it's a great performance. I saw two pretty good goals from Liverpool, but that's bias. Yeah, you can't be having that on this show. I could beat Burnley at home by myself, mate. Can't be. You know, I'd score a goal and assist against Arsenal too. Let's give it to Brighton. He's so cut out, Reece James. Right? He really is. He really is. Let's give it to Let's give it to Brighton. Yeah, I think Brighton. Go against the grain. All right, let's move on. Transfers. Let's go and let's name one player from each team that we support who we'd like to see sign before deadline day. Yeah. Bryson. Got to be, got to be Saul. Saul Niguez. Dylan. Why are Liverpool going for him, boys? Hey. Sorry. What? What? Why are Liverpool going for Saul Niguez? Yeah, we always let you have the people that turn into flops. You know that. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Trying to wait, who? Oh, Timo, never mind. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's uh, that's Champions Forest. League winner, Timo, to you. Yeah. Thank you. Fucking hell, it is. Let's go. Off, Jake. You serious? Host the show. Don't talk shit. <laughs> it was Ben. It was Ben. That's amazing. Okay, that's man. Um, what was the question again? Oh my! Transfers. Who would you bring in before the end of the window? One, player. one player. I, I, one player. I, I would extend Harvey Elliott's contract. That's all we need. <laughs> um, Give him a stand as well. <laughs> I could bring anyone in. It would be it, even though he's still injured. I'd still bring Renato Sanchez. Once we'll go with you. We'll go with you now, Sean. What are you thinking, Renato Sanchez? Anyone else? Oh, there's no one like. Our squad is like there's no one that could come in and improve it in my opinion. Does Harvey there's, does Harvey Elliott have a brother? Um <laughs> couldn't tell you. I'll He's just, waiting I'll for a comeback, he can't think of it. Uh look, realistically uh, obviously Kunde and Saul uh Saul uh, the two looks like it's gonna happen, so we'll go there. Matthew? Um, we need a right back more than anyone, but because we haven't been linked with anyone of note that I feel like would improve us, I would take Hosomoa because of the price and the fact that Spurs also are linked with him as much as us. So I feel like if we get him, we're not allowing Spurs to improve, but we need a right back more than anything, but we haven't been linked with any that I know of. So there's no one I can really think to improve in that position. So yeah, oh well. Uh, ben, I know you said Zuma before, did you stick with that? Oh, no, a striker that can kick a football would be good and that has hamstrings <laughs> we'll, we'll take. If not, I'll go with uh, Fellaini to reunite. Have you considered Divock Origi? Uh, honestly, I'll take Origi. Eddie, Eddie and Kenny is available. Lacazette, take them. Yeah. Just get a second Mikel Antonio. Like, do you reckon we could nick Traore and you know make him play striker? He's just a budget Antonio, isn't he? Is he limp like Antonio though? What's that? Oh. You just need he, someone with one leg and you can join them together. He's he's not as gi- he's not as gifted as Antonio. So uh. I tell you what, if you got Traore, you wouldn't be seeing many cardboard cutout kissing. <laughs> I don't. Uh, 
Jake, who who would you sign as one player? Ah, uh, any holding midfielder in the world. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, it is, I'd like to see. I mean, I'd take the old, It looks like yeah, no does he have an Contract older brother extension? with sign? Someone that's at least ten years. You're, older. You, I was going to say you want an older brother. Yeah, that's it. Uh, no, <laughs> I'd like I'd like Saul, even though that's he's likely going to choose Chelsea. Camavinga would be nice, but yeah, we definitely need a midfielder. But it looks like we might not be getting anyone, so we'll have to just live with it. All right, well, let's move on to game week three predictions: Man City versus Arsenal. I'll take, the reins on, I'll take the reins on this one. Um, after the performance this morning, is it at the Eddie Howe? I think it is. Um, yeah. Oh sweet baby Jesus! I would say. <laughs> I would say. Well, at least I've been a fan. I would say. <laughs> I'd say a comfortable win for us if it was at home after this morning, you know. But it might be a tight win for us. No, I reckon. I'll say we'll score. I'll say three-one. Matt, Matt, I want you to pick a random number for me. <laughs> <laughs> number one, one, one in twenty. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. It depends I, on if I think Ben White and Gabriel could both be back. And I think that makes it a little bit better than, than bloody Sorry, but, Matthew, I'll jump in quickly with that, just quickly. Yes. Um, would you rather have Mary and Holding than um, White and Gabriel just in case of City absolutely slapping Arsenal? No, I wouldn't. And then, I wouldn't you know? Because at the end of the day, like if City slap us, it might not be down to them. It might be just down to how class they are and how their team's worth as much as a country. I don't know. I'd rather they need to start playing. They're our best centre backs. We signed him for a reason. Gabriel was good last year when he had a solid partner. I'd rather them play. All right, let's move on. Aston Villa versus Brentford. Oh, uh, one all. One all. Two one Villa. Yeah, I I got Aston Villa. Brighton Everton. Brighton. One nil Brighton. Really? Yeah. 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 Two nil. Two nil Brighton. Not not too high on Everton, are we? Not with Rafa. I could see a, a potential draw, maybe. Okay. Mm. Uh, Newcastle versus Southampton. Jeez. Oh, bloody match of the round. I hope this is on at one thirty because I'll be up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nil all. Nil all. Something like that. Callum Wilson, maybe. Maybe Newcastle push him over the edge. Uh, Norwich versus Leicester. Uh, big up Norwich. Rogers is a fraud. Norwich by three. <laughs> no, I reckon Leicester bounce back. Perez is, oh, uh, Perez is suspended, so uh, that means it's a win for them. <laughs> Can't play. I'll go, I'll go two nil Leicester. Uh, West Ham versus Palace. Uh, I, 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 I honestly don't want to comment on this one because I know I'll jinx it. So, yeah, yep. like three nil West Ham. Go yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be a West Ham win. Get the cardboard cutouts ready, eh? Yeah, hat trick. Mm-hmm. Big game, Liverpool versus Chelsea. Fuck. Match of the round. Yeah, match of the Definitely. round. Definitely. I really just can't. I'm good. All right. Um. Two two. Chelsea. Two one. Chelsea. Two two. Two two. I think it'll be close. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be tight as well. I reckon it's gonna draw. I don't know the score, but. It's too hard because the defenses can come out, but at the same time, the attack could come out yeah, too. You're so right. you're, you're spot on there. It could, it could be, it could be a stalemate. It could be three, three all for all we Where's, know, it, where's so. that one at? Sorry, Anfield. Oh, that's yeah, an Anfield. Yeah. Fuck. Um, honestly, think Liverpool will nick that one. 
wouldn't shock me. It's a close yeah, game. It's, it's so either way. It's definitely yeah. going to be very close. It, it, it's too early to tell enough about both sides, I think. But we, we just know that they're both good teams, so it'll be a game to watch. It's and it's a huge is, three points early yeah. in the season if a team nick it as well, especially for Chelsea. Big statement. Yeah. Big statement. Yeah. Burnley versus Leeds. Who gives a shit? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Leeds. Yeah, 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 whatever. Leeds. Leeds. Uh, Burnley. Spurs versus Watford. Watford. Spurs. Spurs, <laughs> Spurs yeah. Okay, um, oh, okay. Wolves versus United. Wolves. Wolves. Where's that one at as well? Uh, Molyneux. Yeah. Okay, Wolves an extra goal then. Don't worry, Jake. On the recap next week. I'm with you, mate. United. Oh, uh, thank you. And I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go United. You can be I'll both United. <laughs> yeah. We should, oh, we should win. jump somehow. If not, it would probably be a draw. Let's be honest. Aim for another year of draws. All right. Well, that wraps up the uh, game week three predictions, and that wraps up the podcast for this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. A big Wait, shout uh, out to, to Raj as oh, well. Baby. I fucked about up. Here, a, about to go have a second helping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. Can you close this up? That's all right. Finish, finish, finish. It's all right. Uh, I'm just a mental breakdown there, Jake. I was talking in the background while, while you two were talking, though. So probably, probably say it again, Bryson. Maybe. Yeah. Or Sean. Give Sean a go. Well, out. you know what? Let's uh, just leave all this in. This is this is pundits behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> this is behind the scenes. Like, also, pundits, like pundits uncut. Get your bum out. <laughs> <laughs> Pundits After Dark is a, is, is another good title. Okay, well, thanks for listening. We've been the Wannabe Pundits. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and follow us Twitch. on Twitch as well. We, we stream pro clubs. Uh, and listen to us on any of your favorite podcast listening apps. Thank you. And fuck Mad Moose, that dog. <laughs> yeah, fucking Mad Moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Mad Moose.